Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy and with me as always is the lovely and talented funny lady, Patrick Rooney. Funny lady? Hey everybody, how are you? Come on. Well, where are you pointing the camera at? I see a oh, coat rack? Down. Upside oh. down, sorry. Oh, there you go. There we go. I was like, I see part of the ceiling and maybe a dresser. I'm not sure. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, just shoving unit. That's fine. How are we doing today, Pat? I'm doing very well, my friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Um, just, hear. uh, glad we get, we're going to take care of this so I don't have to get up super early tomorrow. Yes, that's kind of the problem. I do have to go to work a little early tomorrow. The place I'm working in tomorrow closes early, so we got to get there early. I see. I see. Yes. Doctor's office, church, something like that. <laughs> uh, sanitation. Ah. Department of Sanitation. Oh, yeah, those guys are early. Yeah, they're very early. They're purposely staying open late for us, but they're still closing a lot earlier than we really like to stay there till. What time is their, what time is their late closing? Five o'clock. Oh, all right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break a leg, you guys. Come on. <laughs> Well, they usually close at two, so five oh, o'clock. Really? Wait. Wow! Yeah, hey, somebody's well, getting three start, hours of overtime. No, they have someone there, pretty much guarding the door twenty-four hours. Well, yeah, and, who wants to steal the garbage? I know. I get it. But, well, no, they have stuff in the actual <laughs> building itself. Is the oh, I see. Yeah, All right, we're trying to get dial tone to the building itself. I see. All right, that makes much more sense. And the circuit we're working on, as I was trying to explain to the guys I work with and yeah. the wife, is one of the original rollover circuits. You know how now you have a rollover phone? Yeah. Well, back 40 years ago, what they would do is they would give you eight of the same exact phone number. Yes. Just different pairs. Now they give yeah, you so as phone it, numbers. As it would, um, you would call in, you could have eight people on that particular line. And it would just roll, right. roll over to the next line. Yeah, sure. Right, right. Well, those are, in our world, considered special circuits still. I can see that because they don't. it's not something they normally do anymore. So it well, went no, from it, being it, normal to, oh, now we really, like, <laughs> we only have six guys who can fix this. Well, no, it's not that. It's the fact that they pay probably about a thousand dollars a line to keep it the same way they just <laughs> you mean a month oh yeah they can they consider I finance you guys they considered a special circuit because it's been in use for basically over 30 years as the same wow. exact phone number wow that's banana pants well they paid you know whatever it was so long ago and just continue to pay it and don't don't want it to change so they don't get it to change. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. All right. Good it's for the them. same thing. Them and Con Ed have circuits that nobody really knows how they work because they're <laughs> so very old. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. All right. Well, let's let's get, get to stepping and we'll cover Ultraman Z episode two, air date of June 27th, 2020. Uh, I got a director this time, Kiyotaka Taguchi. Oh, there you um, go. Very nice. That name sounds very familiar, and I have a funny hunch uh, that that person has directed previous. It sounds like stuff. he has. I've, it sounds yeah. like a, the name is very familiar. Yeah. Um, 
And um, I got no uh, synopsis for it, but I do have a plot. Uh, since the arrival of Ultraman Zet and Genegarg, Storage has noticed that monsters from all over the world are reawakening from hibernation, which uh, I would say is not good. Nope, not at all. <laughs> it's, it's probably, it's <laughs> I, I've probably heard this bad. The problem level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, this has uh, caused some, believing that the uh, arrival of the space shark has caused this domino effect, storage doubles down on their patrols. In addition, the team learns that a clean infinity power plant is being constructed in Sabuka, which will produce electricity for all of Japan to run on, much to Yuko's jealousy, of course. Now, after watching Yoko soundly defeating some rookie member in arm wrestling, because he had the nerve to ask her out. Um, well, they, they were arm wrestling to get her to go on a date. Yeah, and after and, she beats him, she says, "Oh no, no, I only date older guys." So yeah, he's like, "Come never on, but <laughs> he's so cute." Oh man, yeah, which that's the way it works sometimes. Um, now here's the question for you: Yeah, did you actually get what the acronym storage meant? Oh, I had it. Uh, do you have it written down? I have it written out. Please special, enlighten us. I will. It's special tactical operations regimental airborne and ground unit or equipment there you go it's yeah. fine by me it's, it's, no, <laughs> it's no weirder than something search people you guys like, honestly <laughs> it's just not it's just well, the fact not. that they actually worked on getting all of these letters to work in a word that would mean something in english and each right. word has to be in english as well right. it's insane in my mind yeah, they're not just the SSSP. They're they're you know they're storage. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, and, and it also makes them sound like also you can keep an apartment's worth of stuff here for like you know fifty bucks a month if you like. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah, we we have it's uh, climate controlled. It's very nice. I think you'll all be enjoying <laughs> yourselves. Um, and do you think a clean infinity power plant is like? Uh, the word I'm looking for, like per, like a perpetual. Uh, oh yeah, it's perpetual energy. Yeah, it's that's impossible. what I'm looking for. Yeah, of yeah, course. it's perpetual energy. It's impossible, yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's fine. That's okay. Um, We're now, dealing with giant monsters. I think we can make <laughs> perpetual energy go by the side. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's an appearance of a monster, and Haruki takes seven seven gear out uh, to the site of the monster appearance, only to discover that there's nothing there. Right. And he is ambushed by the culprit. We know him as Naranga from the original yes. Ultraman. Which they right. consider the transparent monster. That's right. And he can turn uh, transparent and or invisible. And yes. also, he, he uh, which we find out later, he can hide his heat signature. Uh, well, Naranga, he also yeah. drains electricity from yep. Sevenger. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. That he, was cool. He just He sticks his horn into... Uh, Seven years, yeah, into the battery and just sucks them dry in like three seconds. And it was Which like, was funny. They should have played the sad trumpet, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, and you're thinking about it, things dark in there, right? Like, <laughs> exactly, the whole thing is gonna fall right down. Yeah. Even though it's not being held up, he's got nothing. But I also <laughs> like how they show in this episode that, like, the, he's got an, an external, like, rocket pack, yes, so yes. like. He doesn't expend his three minutes of like fighting energy. 
by he's flying got, someplace. He's got booster rockets, just like right, shot. just to get him to point from point A to point B. Exactly. Yeah, it's what's funny is like they have some super advanced technology in this, and then they have some not super advanced technology. Well, like seven, are super advanced. <laughs> Oh, those are, yeah, but I mean, like, Sevenger doesn't seem like, you would think, oh, well, Sevenger runs on some sort of uh, atomic fusion uh, turbo nucleus engine or something like that, and he right. no, has the power of an actual, yeah, he's got the power of an actual neutron star, like, uh, shrunken by nanotech, you know, something like that. Right, they're something like, fantastic. Yeah, they're like, no, he's got, like, four nine volts in his back, <laughs> three nine volts in his back, and that's it. The equivalent exactly. of three giant nine volt batteries. So, um, uh, Haruki attempts to form into Ultraman Zet during the assault, uh, but the, the riser refuses to activate. Um, and that, of course, uh, Naranga quickly drinks all of uh, Sevenger's uh, electricity and sods off into the good night. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, Haruki's upset, and everybody's like, hey, you all right? You know, that was pretty nuts like you almost got killed with the fight at Genegarg and uh like you know then this happened and he's like yeah but I'm real annoyed like you know he's he's more upset that he failed and everybody else is more concerned that he's okay and then this weird like quantum leap doorway appears yes and but the best thing is, is he doesn't think it's that weird he's just like I guess I'm going in. And he just walks in. And he's like, Whoa, <laughs> hello. Yeah. Anybody yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the absurdity of that. Yes. I he thought it was like, very, very absurd. It's like, not even where did this doorway come from? Just, Oh, look, a doorway. Maybe I should yeah. just go through it. It's never been there before. Maybe I should go yeah. through it. And it's glowing. strange light. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Of so course. he walks in and, uh, and that's where Ultraman Z is. And, uh, he asks the question that's been pestering us since Ultraman G. He's like, listen, exactly. if we're supposed to be on the DL about this whole thing, why am I wearing this giant lunchbox on my belt that is super conspicuous? And the genius of the Super Aya writers say what, Patrick? That, that it is made of a material that humans cannot see. Yes! Like, <laughs> come on! That is absolutely spelled. Like, come on! They're listening. Like, exactly. Been, and one line about that everything go. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it takes is one little thing. Like, oh yeah, they, they can't see it. It's it's Ultramanium or something. Like, you, that's, yeah. you don't even have to call it whatever you want. Don't want to call it. Just say yeah. humans can't see it. We're that. buying it. We have to buy it because that's, that's an in-universe explanation and it works exactly that's my big thing about science fiction i don't care what your rules are i don't i don't care if they're banana pants i don't care if like if you want to have one where vampires uh are like dracula vampires except they can be killed by grape soda that's fine as long as your rules stay consistent within your movie and or television show Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's got to be grape soda every time, and that's what it is, you know? Yeah. 
if so, if you have one live through grape soda, then we have a problem. But if they right, get exactly. killed by grape soda every time, all right, I guess yeah. it's grape soda. Yeah, that's it. Oh, there's the title of the episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's grape soda. Um, so, uh, uh, so Zet is, starts talking to him. He's like, look, listen, you couldn't believe uh, hard enough that uh, or you couldn't try hard enough to transform, and that's why I didn't show up. Which is right. You have to. it's a little jerky, but he does. well, I mean, it's it's you have to really want me, really need me for me to show up, kind of deal. Which, which is fine, okay. except he did really need him. There was a giant monster. Fine, that's fine. <laughs> I get okay. I'll give you this one. It's okay. So then. Zet reveals that monsters from all over the universe have been getting infected by devil splinters, causing them to go on rampages, and the Ultras have been uh, combating the spread of these splinters with the Ultra Metals until Genegarg attacks the Land of Light and swallows them all up, <laughs> and the Risers. So that, that means there's more than one Riser. Yes, yes. So that's because something we... that, may, we, that may show up at some point. It's definitely going to, because you got to figure the guy that got taken over by the alien last time yeah. is going to find another riser somehow. Yeah, that's Chekhov's riser. You don't meant you don't show a riser and then not have it show up somewhere else. Uh, of course. Right? Of course. Right. <laughs> so um uh now he says uh Haruki goes to train in solitude, but he is greeted by Shota who offers to spar with him instead. He figures uh Zet and I will you know, can get a little bit more comfortable if I can train. Then uh, right. the captain beats the living daylight not out of him. Oh my goodness! And this brought me right back to all <laughs> the training <laughs> montages we had in the Leo. Well, I you know, didn't he, like it. <laughs> he is. He he is uh, part Leo. He's he part Leo. Part Leo and part seven, and we all know Dan Moraboshi is a dick. So <laughs> exactly, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so he beats a little out of him, and then finally, during the session, he manages to hit Shota without seeing him, even though Shota beats him. He says, "Don't just rely on your eyes." And then, uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, little yeah. time passes, and Wanda <laughs> starts showing um, signs of activity. Heading straight for the newly constructed clean and fin uh, constructed clean and Finby power plant, uh, Yuka, however, has prepared for the monster's return, having pre prepared a field commission right. bullock. So this is she is our our Ito, right? She's our science person that can figure yeah. out new stuff every episode yeah. as the plot needs. Yeah, as required as required by the script writers and. A lot easier on the eyes than Ito. No disrespect yes. to Ito. He's a fine, <laughs> fine soldier. But uh, ha, ha, hachi machi. So, yeah, um, she's cute. <laughs> um, so uh, they, they're like, okay. She's like, by the way, we have one shot. And everybody's like, dude, what? <laughs> Why would you only make yeah. one? She's like, man, I did this under a lot of pressure. I had time to make one. Make it count. <laughs> hit it under his horn. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I, I thought that was so great. Like, <laughs> like in the old Ultraman, they were like, oh, Ito made one of these. And they're like, we only have one shot. Let's do it. Nobody was like, 
hey, Ito, like, what the hell, right? How come you didn't make 15 of them? Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I was up all night making this. I haven't exactly. slept. And now I'm going to go and co-pilot a VTOL and hopefully <laughs> try not to die uh, because well, I'm yeah. sleep-deprived. Sleep so I'm going to shoot the monster in the cornhole with this rocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because we all remember the episode where he made her, uh, her, um, Arashi shoot a monster in the butthole and the monster flew away with the rocket sticking out of yep, his butt. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, God. <laughs> so Yoko pilots Sevenger, or Sevenger and, uh, with Haruki on standby and storage awaits the monster's return at the plant. So, of course, be, being that the monster uh, is a monster and it helps with the plot, uh, he comes back and immediately begins to feed on electricity uh, oh, while he's invisible. Now, luckily, Haruki manages to strike Niranga, temporarily weakening it and allowing uh, Sevenger to finish it off. Um, Niranga, however, becomes really angry and severely weakens the robot with its electrical discharge attacks. Of course. Uh, of course. Yoko and Sevenger uh, can be destroyed, though, uh, or before Yoko and Sevenger can be destroyed. Haruki manages to transform into Ultraman Z successfully this time and saves them both just in time. Of course. Of course. That's what the heroes do um, it, just in time. And he did break the horns of the monster, obviously. Mm -hmm. huh? and One thing I loved about Naranga in this episode is the eyes. He's got these googly eyes. Oh, those and are so silly. Those every, are silly. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, they are. <laughs> but every time that Ultraman is wrestling with him, he looks the surprised. Like, oh, <laughs> this isn't what I was expecting at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yes. I didn't think a headlock was in the cards today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times. Um, and uh, so, you know, he's trying to outsmart uh, Ultraman by turning invisible. And uh, remembering Shota's words, Haruki and Zet use their senses to find the monster and manages to weaken Naranga just long enough for uh, Sevenger to fire the correct bullet, bullet at uh, Naranga. Right. And uh, then it uh, can't control its electrical electrical power. I have a problem saying electrical power this evening. It's a um, tough one to get through. Yeah, yeah. So he tries to uh, he tries to escape by turning invisible, but Zet destroys the beast by blasting him with his Zestium ray. Yes, yes. Zet, the zestiest attack he has. Ooh, I don't know if I, I should be making some sort of spaghetti sauce or soap joke. I'm no, just sure. go with the zestiest attack he has and look yeah. at that. <laughs> you're not fully clean unless you're zestium clean. <laughs> but, oh, no. <laughs> so at uh, Storage's headquarters later, um, Yoko begins fantasizing about Zet for saving her. Um, and and she's, she's very happy that he is 5,000 years old. She yeah, because she likes older too. She, she is revealed to be a gerbil. That's what they called her. And I yes. don't know why a gerbil is someone who likes... I don't know guys. Japanese stuff like that. That's beyond sure. me. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> what is a hamster, then? Do I... What I don't want to know. What about a chinchilla? Are we talking about chinchillas or ferrets? I don't know. A mink? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, well, this must be Ultraman's, and it's another Ultramental. She's like, I will, don't worry, I'll keep this, I'll keep this safe for you. Um, I really exactly. like... I really like that for some reason um, Haruki decides to ask Zet how old he is. And Zet's like, yeah. oh, I'm young, 5,000. 
Yeah, I'm very young. I'm only 5,000 years old. Oh, oh, okay. oh my goodness. He's like, and he starts treating him like an elder he, as he is. Very much so. And how. An elder. <laughs> and how. Um, yeah, so I think that was, uh, that was, that was, I enjoyed the heck out of that episode. I like this episode. And I like the, I like the fact that they're moving quicker on the transformations, especially mm-hmm. since the first episode was indomitably long, but right. I let it slide. If they keep moving the transformation quicker, I'll be even happier. Right. Right. Um, we also had, uh, an introduction of the, uh, I guess he's like the, he's like a tactician. He's an older man. Um, he's got, he wears the white shirt. He's got the, um, He's got the um, the mustache and like the whitish right. hair. He's an older, an older. Oh um, yeah, I saw him. I, yeah, I, don't know. I didn't write to... him down. He wasn't important enough. Well, he, he he's somebody, um, which is annoying because I just saw like this episode marks the first appearance of from from from. from. But <laughs> oh, uh, Kojuru Inaba, his name. Okay. Uh, he is Storage's mechanics team leader. Ah, so okay. yeah, there you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's really nothing. Uh, there is literally nothing on him. And that's, well, again, know. it's only the first, the second episode. So the fact that they have a name and a <laughs> title that he has. Yeah, and there's a picture. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We're gonna do a quick um, Naranga um, monster well- minute. So right now we're going to talk about uh, Ultraman Orb, episode 17, The Holy Sword Restored. Yeah, they're poets and they didn't even know it. They knew uh, it. They knew they it. 10-29-2016. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryuichi Ichino is our director, written by Yuji Kobayashi. Um, let's see if there's a... Uh, let's see if there's a uh, little uh, synopsis. There is. Ultraman Orb can't keep up with Zapardon, even with the use of Thunder Brester. But Naomi has given Guy new hope and the courage to believe in himself, returning his original form, Orb Origin. Yes, starring Telly Savalas. Now, wasn't there an Orb Origin story somewhere? Or yeah, is that just- which is the prequel to this. Ah. And if we can get this all knocked out of the way, that might be what we do for 12 Days of Ultraman this year. Okay. Because it's 12 episodes. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have like six. We might be able to cram in. I mean, we'll have to do some extra recording, but we we can figure that out. Yeah. Now that we don't have to actually be together to record since we have proven this, we can actually get more done theoretically if we could find that time. Dude, didn't I just send you that graphic? (laughs) Come on. Which was great. Which is great. It's 100% correct. Yeah, I'm going to post that on the website because I think everyone will enjoy that. Um, But yeah, so uh, this is uh, Naomi was approached by Jugless Juggler in the hospital. um, And uh, she freaks out and he uh, slices up her great great grandmother's nesting dolls before Guy saves the day in the nick of time and leaves. Uh, The next day, she awakens in a warehouse where Guy kept. Uh, he keeps blaming himself for his presence uh, that endangers them so much so that Naomi's uh, nesting dolls were wrecked. And he was only able to save the last right. piece. And she says, right. uh, that's, you know, that's contains hope. 
You know, that's like you don't open that exactly because that's supposed the supposed to the whatever those things are actually physically cold because they give the name three times and of course I don't write it down. Um, but Matryoshkas, I think. Matryoshkas or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I can't the, remember. The inner one is supposed to be just like Pandora's box, where the hope stays inside, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, Russian nesting dolls, as I can see here, is Matryoshka. Yeah. Okay. I'm enough. probably I'm probably mispronouncing murdering that. it. Yeah. Listen, yeah, as we murder as we do on this podcast. As we we murder Japanese. We can murder Russian too. By God. Sure. Why not? <laughs> What else you got? We're equal got, opportunity. Yeah, I will mang <laughs> I will mangle any language you give me if given enough opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. My favorite thing at work to do though is to is surprise all the Spanish ladies by the pittance of Spanish that I know. The absolute tiniest amount of Spanish that I know, but they're also they're also tickled that Richie knows some Spanish. <laughs> yeah. You know, they'll say something, they'll be having a big long conversation and wanna walk uh one will walk past me and they're like, right, Richie? And I'm like, see, it's better that. And they're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you said, but I, I, I can agree with it. Oh, I can, I can sure, sure. Yeah, I, I can agree with it. They find it's, that hysterical. Well, if you think that's hysterical, my sister is a bright redhead, speaks perfectly fluent Spanish because her husband was Spanish. Nice. Her first husband was Spanish. So nice. anytime they speak, you know, ramble on and start saying stuff, she just jumps in the middle and goes, blah, 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 and they're yeah. like, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you have to yeah. Well, I my boss said something too. We had one of the ladies was dressed up as Santa Claus at the Christmas party last year. Right. And uh he in Spanish leaned over and said, Hey, go tell Santa Claus to speed it up and not take all night. And I laughed because I understood it. And he's like, turns to me, he goes, right? He goes, Well, wait a minute. <laughs> he's like, Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I didn't say that in English, did I? I'm like, no, sir, you did not. He was like, all right, good to know. <laughs> I was like, look, what you said was real simple and real slow. <laughs> so don't worry. You guys still have me on vocabulary and speed. So Exactly. <laughs> you get that a more complex stuff? Quick, I'm lost. Oh, I'm done. Nope, 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 nope. Uh -uh. Exactly. So back at the hospital, uh, Shubakawa reveals that VTL squad now considers Orb as a main target. Jetta and Shin are like, that's, no, you, but, uh, and even Shubakawa's like, no, I don't think that's right either, but I'm, I got to obey orders. Right, right. Um, yeah. He goes, uh, something protects something means that it will not, it will hurt others. I have no idea what that means. Okay. Um, oh, that's Jetta, what it says on that's what it recap. says in the wiki. Yeah, so sure, okay. okay. Uh, Jeddah remembers how Orb defeated monsters in the past just to protect their lives, and uh, he's like, "Come on, it's like Galactron, and and both are usually on the side of justice." But with you know, it, it's you know, then they get the call that Naomi is missing from her hospital room. Right, right. Um, so we get we get a lot of Naomi pajama action in this one, which is nice. Um, I, yeah, I gotta get that. It's, very, it's casual. It's casual Friday in Ultimate Order. <laughs> She's working from home. Uh, back at the warehouse, Naomi asks Guy of how um, he depicts Orb from his viewpoint, and he's now public enemy, being that he endangered her during the whole Galactron incident. Um, she doesn't hold a grudge, and instead, she's like, "Hey, I'm thankful because I'm still alive." 
Right, exactly. Yes, I got hurt, but I am yeah. still alive, so life is still good. So her late uh, Rasalkin great-great-grandmother's last words were reportedly, love comes from holding hands. While she was humming the Orbnica melody, Guy noticed that the last nesting doll has a crack in it. And man, I didn't see this coming. I, I saw this coming. See this coming. I saw this coming. So help me, Patrick Rooney, I got choked up. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the kitchen watching this on my laptop, and I'm like, if she comes in right now, she's gonna be like, Are you crying at Ultraman Orb? <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be like seriously you don't understand I'm a little so touching. It was, i was like no way and even guy starts getting like to his disbelief of course natasha is naomi's great 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 mother right and he starts crying and he embraces her and she's like oh the man is touching me oh my goodness like, yeah it was very very oh this is what i wanted all along kind of deal yeah but oh my goodness is this highly inappropriate this should have been yes. discussed and planned out long before this um <laughs> and he says listen the next time ultraman orb appears you need to sing that song you have to you, you have to and then a black hole appears and he gives Naomi his Orbnica and leaves. Right. he's like, I'll be back for it. Now we know this is, has in the past been a bad move. <laughs> yeah. Because the last time he gave this, away his Orbnica, it was to her great, great grandmother who then theoretically died. No, no, I don't think we, that's a theory. I think that's, I think that's official. She got well, blown no, up she, good. She got no, blown she, up. She didn't have a daughter before she got blown up. So she had to have lived. Oh, maybe you're right. Or maybe she did. She was, dude, it was a hundred and some years ago. They were cranking them out at 13. She could have uh, five kids. She could have five kids by then. <laughs> Plus, she was a, a peasant. She was a Rasalkin peasant woman. She came from good stock, as Jackie Cation likes to say. So, you know, she was working in the field. She held her figure. She looked good. You know, like. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? But, like, yeah. Um, I thought of that. You know what else crossed my mind today? What's that it's now? The, well, I call it the uh, the Edward Twilight problem, which is you've got this immortal being, or close to as immortal as you're going to get with right. both a vampire and an Ultraman in human form. And they're macking on these young Earth ladies. Of course. Who are... you got to get them young so that way you have them for a <laughs> long time. I'm just saying. Hey, everybody, don't take that out of context. That'd be great. Okay, let's just say <laughs> legally young. Okay? We're, not, we're not Jeffrey Epstein young. We're talking legally no. young. No. <laughs> it's very much like the doctor and Rose, and I'm like, like, because he, you know, he's like, You'll, I'll be with you for the rest of your life, but you won't be with me till the rest of mine. And I'm just like, oh, that's murder. That's just. Yes. yes. That. That's existential. Like I think about that with my dog, and I get super sad. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, oh, buddy. Like, yeah, I, you're gonna die way before I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, like that's that's rough, and you know that. Oh, that get that's yeah. very existential. Get you existentially the clump. Exactly. Ooh, also exactly. good. Also good episode title. Um, <laughs> But go ahead and spell Verklempt. V e r k l e m p t. If I'm not Look mistaken, at you. Look I got at you. 
hey, uh, I have been considered honorary Jew at least oh, three times. Are. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I have been told this by guys at work. They're like, you use a lot of Yiddish. I'm like, Yiddish is fun. They're like, you know what? Honorary Jew. I'm like, thanks, I fellas. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, because I have a bunch of guys come to like, hey, happy Purim. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> they're like, aren't you Jewish? I'm like, no. They're like, you use the cocktail like all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's a great word. Colorful language. <laughs> right. And it's not exactly a curse. It's close, but it's not exactly. Yeah, it's, you I mean, you're, you're crazy. That's all. They're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. I, I tend to swear in other languages. I tend to swear a lot in English, too, but I try to swear in other languages around people. Right. So, so that, that way they don't say anything. Yeah, so I'm not offending people like Bethany. Exactly, exactly. So the black hole uh, juggler controls Zeppardon and dumps him out of the black hole, and he uses Guy to use Ultraman Belial's card. Um, right. And he says, uh, he sees the card again, and Guy recalls Naomi saying, look, uh, you know, he, you, you can be true to yourself, and he no longer fears the darkness, and he transforms into Thunderbreaster. Um and he manages to gain a little control of himself and fights the uh, coalescence monster. The coalescence monster. That's what we're calling that guy. Um, okay. While he uh, retains his tendency to use his environments, the fight attracts the attention, of course, of the SSP and Shubakawa, and uh, the VTOL squad attacks. Right. They attack Orb, which, uh, mm -hmm. really? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Juggler, at first, is excited that he manages to fight Orb, wielding the dark power, but quickly dissatisfied when uh, it's not enough to counter. So Jetta and Shin tried to get Orb to come to his senses. Um, they pulled Naomi to safety, but she they tried to anyway, um, but she refuses and instead is like, she's very grateful and he saved her and she will always trust him and right. no matter what. Right. But then, the of course, the VTOLs show up and they just <laughs> drop every piece of ordinance on him that they can. Isn't that how you're supposed to do it? You're not supposed to hold any back. No. No, I don't <laughs> believe you are. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, Juggler then taunts his rival for losing humanity's trust and he has nobody to fight for. And he covered uh, Zeppard an open fire again, covering the forest in a giant explosion. But Orb of survives course. without a scratch and has shielded the SSP from its blaze. Right, with um, his body somehow. Right. Jeddah then took this opportunity to record it. Shibakawa celebrates and cancels the attack because he's like, no, no, he's a good guy. Um, and uh, Naomi finally hums the Orbnica melody. And he regains the faith in himself. The blank card becomes. Ultraman Orb, Orb Origin. Exactly. And I was wondering, like, we never see his normal form at first. And I'm like, I swear he has a regular form. And it's closer to the Ultraman Orb, Dark Schwartz, Noir, Black. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Nighttime Boy. Um, and, and, yeah, that's what we see. We see the, the regular... The regular um, normal form, the yeah, origin and, form, I guess. Right. Um, and then he, out of the tail of our monster comes yeah. a sword, which yes. is orb caliber. caliber. Because oh, of course it God, is. Of course it is. And it is the doofiest. It is one of the doofiest. Uh, if it didn't have that stupid spinning wheel in the middle of it, it wouldn't be, be half the stupidest as bad. thing in the world. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, the spinning wheel just seems ridiculous. Okay. Well, now, 
we don't really know how it works so much. You can apparently select it like, okay, I want to do this. And you select the, the proper, uh, no yeah, you select the, the proper position and then yeah. it does what it does. But also you can at like the price is right. Take the spin on it at the end of the round for the showcase showdown and then see what happens. <laughs> exactly. This so is then the gooeyest yeah. toy. It really is. Yeah. So then Naomi <laughs> sees as the true identity of the giant in her dreams. Um, Orb Origin marches towards the part on effortlessly brushing aside incoming attacks and instantly defeats him. Exactly. Uh, Juggler tries to reach his dark ring, but it evaporates much to his really, really annoyed. Uh, yeah, he he didn't is like so that angry. Mark. He's so mad. <laughs> so mad. As Orb departs, uh, Guy reappears and told Naomi that Orb was thankful for her deeds, while Shubakawa reveals that with Jetta's filming, the, uh, the VTL is now trusting Orb once again. Um, there you go. And then uh, as everybody leaves, Naomi returns the Orbnica to Guy and uh, assures Natasha's spirit to rest in peace as he will defend her its future. Exactly. So she's got to know, right? At this point? No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the Dumb Guy Association called the they know. Like, <laughs> but look, again. we're pretty dumb guys. It uh, <laughs> took us four hours to get your number. But, uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> it's got yeah, pretty but, obvious. Again, the problem is they can't know. Here, here's how this show goes, and we've seen this now enough times. Until they are directly told, yeah, I guess. they can't know. That's how this show has worked for magic. 50 years. Right, right. <laughs> Where's your science? No, that's, that's not true. <laughs> there we go. It's not true, though, because as, as shown in the Netflix anime, um, Hayata's like, wait, you guys knew all along? And they're like, yeah, of course we knew all along, you dumbass. <laughs> like, you but see, they, they could play with that 50 years later. <laughs> right. I understand During the, the continuity show, of the show. They didn't know, theoretically. I think she she knows at this point. I, I think but you she, think she's just not saying anything? Yeah. I think at this point she's got to figure, like, wait a second. Also, you were making out with my great-great-grandmother, and that's a little creepy. I don't think she realizes that part yet. But <laughs> if she I don't think that, he's going to tell her either. If she ever sees that picture, though, she's going to be like, dude, it's the same outfit? Like, come on. <laughs> You've been wearing the same clothes for 100 years. How many times have you washed them? <laughs> yeah. Well, the question is, are these clothes actual clothes, or are they just a, are they just a physical manifestation of his form as a human? So like, yeah, you went deep. yeah. Is it, is it not, is it not real? Like, or can he like, is it like a spell? Like he can just sort of like, Oh, I don't really have to. And we know he's washed his clothes because he was wearing one of the two knuckleheads outfits a couple of right. episodes ago. Right. Just so to get least, his own clothes done. So uh, actually they can be, they can be washed. At least we know that. So, uh, yeah, dude, uh, orb hitting it out of the park. Like, <laughs> I'm, so I'm not liking the toy. Well, I mean, that's irrelevant. It's fine. Look, the, every toy we see has a, a pretty good form when they're fighting, and then there's the toy version that the guy shows in Headspace, and it's this rinky tinkle. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's fair a enough. stubby little like thing that you get <laughs> at the Thanksgiving parade from a street exactly. vendor who's also selling soft pretzels and balloons. <laughs> 
And you're just like, all right, it's fine. It's fine. Sure, um, I paid $10 for this balloon that my son's going to lose in about two minutes. But that's yeah. great. Yeah. I was going to say, you wish you paid $10 for this. Yeah, I know. Holy boy. Oh, that thing's going to be. Oh, I don't even know what balloons cost at this thing. But, uh, Probably 20 like I said. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Um, <sighs> but uh, where the heck is the... Uh, I'm trying to get to the trivia. This is a tribute to the original Ultraman episode, Farewell Ultraman. Okay, if you say so. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, it also it mimics a scene from Ultraman Ace um, where he used an electric pole as a combat weapon. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, we have that now, but or I have that now, but, you know. Um, and yeah, there isn't very much else. Uh, we, you know, we need to do our, we don't have a monster minute for this because we did zip part on before. Right. Um, but we didn't do our monster minute on, uh, Naranga from last time because the, the, uh, iPad was dying. Yes. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a little Naranga wrap up here. Sounds good. Um, as usual, 45 meters tall, 40,000 tons. Uh, his yeah. home world is planet Earth, also originated on planet Boris. Okay, which sure. Is next to planet Natasha, as we all know. Um, <laughs> oh, God, in, the, no. in the cluster of moose and squirrel. Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if there's anything that we need to know uh, from Ultraman Orb. Um, to do, to do, there is a lot of text on this. Um, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, Ultraman Z. That's what it was. Um, you don't have to go ridiculously crazy. His suit actor is Hiroyuki Arai. Uh, this is. I've heard that name a lot. <coughs> yeah. Uh, the Naranga suit is the same suit reused from Ultraman Rube. Okay. Um, his sound of him becoming visible is a reused Heraclius roar. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure. In the second, oh, you know, they're doing voice dramas for Ultraman Z as well. Are they um, really? Like they did with the Tri Squad ones. I don't know where the, if they're doing uh, fan subs of those yet. Uh, yeah, that would be important. Yeah, get a little. I mean, <laughs> you could listen to it and go, well, it sounds, certainly sounds exciting. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on, but it sounds great. <laughs> But apparently Zet and Zero talk about Naranga with Zet not remembering his name properly, ultimately calling it Melanion. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, sure. Why not? That, that, I seems, don't... that seems... Seems perfect. fair. Yeah, but he does the same thing. He can burrow, become invisible. He's got electric absorption and electric shocking. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. It was fun to see Mr. Uh, Mr. Naranga. And, yeah, uh, that was a good episode. Yeah. Like I said, you like this episode of Orb. I didn't because they had to. This episode was basically to try to find a way to sell a new toy, which, okay, I get, but I don't have to like it. It's the only yeah. way I can put it. I was going to say, at what point are you surprised by that? Like, no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Long enough <laughs> that once you know you get into the new generation heroes, they got to have a couple of things to sell. So they've yeah. already sold this. Three action figures. No, four. Four, so four, four forms of um, orb. Ultraman orb. Yep. Right. And then you get the fancy schmancy uh, orb caliber. Well, now you got the orb caliber. The and they're like, wow, it's orb caliber. And I'm like, 
Yeah, why wouldn't it be called that? <laughs> <laughs> you got the transformation device, and sure. God forbid you don't have the Orbnica. So now you got three different toys that are probably fifty to one hundred dollars each. There has to be well, a hundred a piece probably, but uh, there's got to be the Orbnica has to be uh, for sale. Of course it see. does. I think we I think we covered that once, like looking for it. Um, yeah, pre-owned Orbnica is going to run you about a hundred bucks. Oh, good God. That's that's for the like really nice um prop like replica. Yeah, that one I could see actually buying. That I wouldn't mind having because it, it's an actual harmonica. So okay, yeah. yeah well fine. it's not an actual harmonica, but it's it's a I don't know if it actually functions as a um ocarina or not. That's what it's closer to. Okay. Is, well whatever. An ocarina. But I, I that's a good question. I'm I'm curious I mean, about that. It ranges from about $108 to $200, depending on the seller on eBay. Okay. Well, I would think the $200 would probably still be in case the $100 is used. No, they're all in case. They're all, oh. they're all used. Okay. They're all, they all, they're all in boxes, but I'm going to look up or, uh, or caliber or let's see, or caliber. B E R you think? Yeah. -E -R, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just like Excalibur. Sure. Oh my, that doesn't. It's no. That's bringing up bicycle frames, which also oh, never mind. <laughs> that's not right. How about Ultraman Orb Sword? That might work. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I gotta figure this thing's gonna be a hundred dollars without even looking at it ever. And <laughs> gonna have to need batteries because all those little icons have to light up in oh, different variations. Oh! oh God, no! How much? Sweet, fancy Moses. All right. Well, I think these are new, okay? Um, okay. Because they are listed as cosplay devices, so they right. These, this might be. Yeah, they're forty-seven. This is forty-seven inches long. Okay. So, so it's full size. Four foot. Yeah. Um. Hundred and seventy-nine dollars. Yeah, not so much. Fifty dollars shipping. Oh. <laughs> so the thing actually weighs some weight too because it's fifty dollars shipping, so it's gonna be heavy. Well, it's not oh. so much the weight that's killing it. It's oh, it's got to come from Japan. Well, it's the size that's because it's a long it. box. So once you get once you breach a certain amount of space, they start going, "Oh yeah, okay, pony up, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> you can ship something real heavy in a tiny box, and they're like, "Okay, that's fine." They're not gonna really gouge on that. But once you right. start getting the, the dimensions are too big, like long stuff, posters, forget about it. Posters done, are crazy yeah. expensive to ship. Um, and there's one, see now there's one Ultraman Orb DX Orb Caliber, oh, it's Orb, yeah, uh, sword with one Ultra Fusion card, Bandai Japan, new, new stock from Japan, free shipping. Uh, you want to take a guess? This is not like, the, this is the toy size. So this is like the one oh, that this he holds. Is the small one. In yeah, his I gotta go. Yeah, the the what that's gotta be a hundred dollars. The small one's gotta be a hundred. Now this hasn't been sold in four years. Go ahead. I'm still going a hundred dollars. Four hundred eight dollars currently. Oh no! I'm no 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 <laughs> on also, so many levels. No. There's also a used one available for two eighty two. So oh, there you still have it. No. Good lord. Now, if you want to get Ultraman Z, you can go uh, 
there's a uh, seventy-two dollars for the whole for the whole intro schmear. So you get the 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 um the riser, the belt package, um, six medals, and the access card for seventy-two bucks. And I think it's like thirty bucks shipping. That's not god awful. No, it's not. I mean, you're basically talking a hundred dollars for a couple different things. That's not god awful. Yeah, the orb ring is like two hundred dollars. Oh, good wow. lord! Yeah. All, All right. right. You, you can get. Um, oh, you can get the Ultraman th- uh, Noir orb caliber for a hundred and eighteen because it's newer, obviously. Right. 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 So yeah, that's. I like looking at this stuff and going, "Yeah, it's great. I can never buy one, but it's really <laughs> nice. It's not going to happen." Exactly. I can't yeah, no. spend $100 on a toy that I know wouldn't last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I was getting it to put it into display, fine. Like, it's up on the display. There's a nice stand. You can get loose but then, whatever. But then you would buy, like, the Highlander sword or the King Arthur sword. or Excalibur. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. I did, however, once try to convince Milena that we needed matching Kill Bill and the Bride swords. <laughs> <laughs> they were replicas at this place, you know, like Mall Ninja garbage. Right, um, right, right. And it had the Hattori Hanzo stamp on it and all that nonsense. And I was like, come on, oh, we should get these. She's like, for what? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and then you're like, and you know what? I had no good answer for that. I, <laughs> I don't know. If you'd, for what? Yeah, if you'd had an answer, you would have been fine. You would have gotten away with it. You didn't have an answer. You're yeah. right. <laughs> and you know what? They don't accept uh, wives generally. The answer, because swords. That doesn't fly. <laughs> no. They want something better. I don't get why. Yeah. Well, we went and saw Kill Bill, and I, I know I've said this on the show before, but we got in the we went to this the um, movies on Route 18. Okay. And we got in the car, and she's like, "Where do you want to go now?" I'm like, "We're going up to Route 18 flea market, and I'm buying the sword." She's like, "No, you're not." It's like, it's <laughs> like, let me step in here and remind you. That you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> and I was, like, you know, remind you. I was like, you know, you're probably not wrong. Like, <laughs> you're probably not wrong. Not that most of these things you can cut yourself on anyway, because they don't sell them super sharp. They're no, they to sell them. They're say, they sell them dulled, and then you are supposed to sharpen yeah. them on your own. Well, they sell them dull for the dull people who are going to buy them and hang them <laughs> on their wall, like me. <laughs> Exactly. How cool would that look in the living room? She's like, not cool. That would not look cool in the living room. No. Oh, trust me. If if my wife hadn't come along very shortly after I had moved into my apartment, I was going to get the Highlander sword just to put it on the wall. And I had a spot for it and everything. Of course, because we're idiots. We're like, well, I better spend my money on I'm going to buy a giant sword in a and a life-size stormtrooper to put in the back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I can't. That's not that. That you can't do. That. I know. I you know. can't do that. It's it's beyond it's beyond the pale at this point. So, oh, guys, uh, I got an email today that um, on July 10th, which is Ultraman Day, as we all know. Sure. Yeah, thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> say, back me up. You say so. Yeah. If you um, say so. <laughs> Ultraman Galaxy, the US uh website headquarters for all things Ultraman in America, uh, is apparently announcing a whole bunch of stuff. 
Ooh. I do not know what. Okay. But, uh, do we have uh, a time specifically? I don't know. Let's see if they actually uh, post that on the website. Um, well, for some reason, did I spell that wrong? I sure did. You um, would think that... Ultraman would be the thing you could spell without even looking anywhere. Well, not only that, but that the computer would be like, ah, we know where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. According to the website, Ultraman Day to be filled with big announcements. Um, let's see here. Uh, July, this is July 10th. Uh, Super Air Productions will be celebrating Ultraman Day on UltramanGalaxy.com. I'm trying to see if there's a byline so I can give them credit, but this is from UltramanGalaxy.com, the official North American website. For okay, so that gives them credit. Yeah. So for whoever, uh, anyone has thrilled to the adventures of the Giants of Light, this will be an unforgettable holiday. Um, I, I don't get it off, unfortunately. It's not a national holiday. It's very regional, mostly yeah. to the Japanese region of the yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> a couple hours away from here by plane. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be filled with exciting announcements and offers. Oh, the offers. Oh, no. Um, I know. I know. As, it goes even more money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to spend $20 on the um, that bloody DVD for Blu-ray from uh, uh, Deep Discount, which has the uh, Birth of Ultraman special on it. Uh, so that, that comes out that day, too. So I have to order that this weekend. Um, and that, unfortunately, I have to spend actual money on that because they don't, you know, they don't take Amazon money over at Deep Discount. So <laughs> that bites. That bites. <laughs> what are you going to do? the breaks, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. September is going to see the rise of Ultraman from Marvel Comics. Right. Um, fans can take part in the July 10th celebration by visiting live.shoe.com. Dot watch SHU by the way from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. That's 1 p.m. to 5 where we are, and yeah. uh, your time may vary by where you are. And by visiting Ultraman Galaxy website for additional information and to purchase exclusive Ultraman Day products, and it helps new, either one of us because we are at work at that time. Oh, at the new Ultraman Galaxy store, which mm. will launch the same day. Exclusive ah. t-shirts, beach blankets, towels, regular oh, I'm blankets. I'm getting you a t-shirt. That mugs, I do. Mugs. Would you rather a mug? A mug. You need a mug. You need I, another you, mug. You don't know how many mugs I have. I don't know. No, you I can't need another in, mug. I can't fit in any t-shirts right now. I got to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and they're going to have get you something. I'll figure limited stuff. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's crazy. And then, of course, Mill Creek will also be uh, releasing The Birth of Ultraman um, with exclusive Alex Ross cover art. Um, it, it's very pretty. It's the same cover that's on the Marvel comic, but uh, right. in Blu-ray form. So that's nice. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's Ultraman.shu? No, no, that will be. It's UltramanGalaxy.com is the website. But there's okay. a live, there's apparently a live thing going on at live.shu.watch. Oh, yeah. I can't do that because I have to actually work that day, shockingly. What if you're in the middle of, like, just keeping a hole open? But then I'd have to have Wi-Fi convenient, which not really happening. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is some sort of... Uh, oh, that is that goes to uh, the Kaiju Combat switch page. 
uh, I'm sorry, um, Twitch TV page. So there's okay. some sort of live thing going on on Twitch. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, but oh, man, I tell you, I'm I'm all I'm all a flutter. <laughs> I'm excited. That I'm is excited. exciting stuff. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. But anyway, that's going to do it for the rest of uh, today for me because I got things to do, and yes. uh, you guys, I'm sure, have things to do. No, and we have you. absolutely nothing planned. The wife is out getting her hair done for the first time in months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pat and I are low maintenance and do it at home. Well, I usually don't, but my wife said, "Your hair's long. I'm cutting it." Okay. <laughs> well, I offered to do the clippers on Melina, and she wouldn't take me up on it. Crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand gotta, why not. <laughs> I got to do the boy too because he's he's a he's a shaggy mess right now. We got the dog uh, done, so I saw the dog was very cute. The handsome, yes. <laughs> so um, that's about it for today. Thanks, guys, um, for listening. We really appreciate it. We thank again the fine people at the Fandom Wikia for your unending assistance uh, in this venture we call podcast. And uh, just rate, review, and subscribe and all that stuff. Exactly. All right. And so on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.